0: So I heard some news yesterday, got me a little nervous about our bet.
1: (laughs) You should already be. (laughs) So we got apparently
0: Jalen Ramsey getting cooked by Hunter Renfro into joint practice. And there were too many fights going on that the Raiders and the Rams had to cancel their, their joint practice. And also, did you hear, it was, who was it? It was Antonio Brown and someone else but antonio ripped yeah. off his helmet and just they were just going hard and they were fighting it's just like dude these joint practices they gotta be good for the team. you know you gotta think that they fire these locker rooms up and they just get in all these fights and it's like man like this has got to rally the players it's got to get them hyped up for the season and as a coach i feel like I, you, you you don't want to see a fight within your locker room but if you see them fighting other teams like all right this is good for the
1: team <laughs> there's a fine line between it i'll tell you who's super excited is john gruden oh, that yeah. guy is probably knock on wood if you're with me baby he is on one today so that whole fight happened i'm not too worried about Ramsey because he was getting some working in the slot doesn't really yeah uh, it doesn't really work in the slot so for him to get cooked by renfo who i've never heard talk i think he said two words after that clemson championship Mm -hmm. and then now he's out here saying like he's the best thing ever this raiders team is starting to embody john gruden oh man yeah i mean it's fun
0: it's it's good when you got players you know rallying and bodying around your coaching obviously the raiders are paying dude a lot of money they brought him back to win haven't really seen a great
1: season for the raiders yet
0: we'll
1: see what happens yeah, I guess we will. Welcome to Our Factual Opinion, your sports podcast, where your co host Zachary Nikolai and Tyler McGee discuss all their factual opinions on every topic in sports. Dude, there were so many things that happened, but huge bombshell drop. I don't want to say bombshell. It was actually planned. Mm-hmm. Uh, Draymond Green, Kevin Durant, they went and released their interview on Bleacher Report. They call it chips. Uh, they say it's because like the chip on your shoulder. Mm-hmm. Uh, at the end of the episode they do like a little blooper and it was I'm assuming before the episode yeah Kevin Durant said dude this is gonna go crazy he's like this can be a wild interview oh it's driving the sports world insane but mm-hmm. so be- before we get into the interview Tyler can you tell us how we got here
0: yeah so you know we go back and we talk about how even they even Draymond Green brought it up. He said like going in to the Kevin Durant's final season with the Warriors, he figured and he thought like everyone else did that this was for sure Kevin Durant's like last season, like the only reason he's returning is to go for that repeat. And even Kevin Durant says like he wanted I mean not the repeat, three peat, sorry. And even Kevin Durant says he really wanted that three peat because super rare in the sport you don't see it happen very often at all. But when we go back to the original fight that we see in that Clippers game where, you know, Kevin Durant on fire, has a hot hand, Draymond Green gets the ball, Kevin Durant is clapping for it. he's like, give me the ball, give me the ball. Like, obviously, going into the end of the game, who do you want having the ball? You want Draymond or do you want the seven foot assassin? Yeah, you want Iguodala. You want the seven foot Kevin Durant assassin to take the ball. So Draymond dribbles it up the court. Kevin Durant yelling for it all the way up the court until half half court, and then all of a sudden, you know, Draymond turns the ball over, and it's just they get into a heated discussion, and then they start talking about it during the interview. Is like they're talking about how the front office wanted Draymond to retire, and we'll get into all of that. But then you start to hear later throughout the season, it's just that Draymond and KD aren't happy together, they're not getting along. You apparently hear that Draymond is telling Kevin Durant that we don't need you, like we don't need you on this Warriors team, and. When apparently they did one, cause Draymond called Kevin Durant after that Cleveland Cavs came back from the three one. He called him in the parking lot crying, apparently. Apparently they needed Kevin Durant. So I mean, you go back and it stems all from this like internal argument that's happening between K D and Draymond. And they discuss, like, Draymond literally asked him the hard question like, does is that fight, is that reason, like, is that stem from the reason why you left the Golden State Warriors and it was deep they got into a lot and it just makes you question like why did he leave and they go into it but would you yeah, The internet. your takeaways from me and what do you think about it
1: it was a weird flow mm-hmm. um it, it seemed you know kind of structured yet not mm-hmm. um they do the whole you know let's start out with the early basketball year so they talk about uh, his high school and college years, and what kind of put him, you know, his mentality. And so be yeah. it. Talked about his uh, Thunder days and then coming to the Warriors. Uh, they talk about their feud. They talk about him leaving. Mm-hmm. Uh, when they talk about the Warrior stuff, that's insane. And then at the end, he asks them, you know, about having kids and uh, what his life after basketball is going to be like. Seems semi like a shot at LeBron. I always hate turning things to LeBron, <laughs> but we'll get into that in a little bit. Um, my two. Three, because we'll add LeBron to that. My three biggest takeaways from this were Kevin Durant 100% believes he's in the right in everything. Um, and it's kind of weird because like, obviously when you do stuff, you think it's right, but you can yeah. reflect and go like, you know what? I may have not said the right thing or I may have messed up. And so the confidence in which he talks it really seems like Kevin Durant's like, no, I was right to leave OKC. I was right to go to like, the Warriors. It do it, like, what do you say, a thousand or like a million times over again? Like, yeah. If he had the
0: opportunity, he would do it every single time. He'd leave OKC yeah. and go to Golden State.
1: And it, it's like, r- really? There's not something you'd change? Like, you wouldn't try to make it work in, you know, the Bay? Mm-hmm. You you wouldn't try to keep that core together of you, Draymond? Like, that'd be the best team for a decade forever. <laughs> Wouldn't try to keep that like, yeah, like there, there's so many things. So that that's the big thing I took out of it. Mm-hmm. The second thing is Draymond. Is Draymond, he's yeah, he's a great defensive player. He's one of the best of all time. I've heard him say that he is the best. I don't know about that. He's one of the best of all time. Mm-hmm. I'll give you that. Does it help to have the kind of team he does? Yes, but I mean, he, he's. He was a lockdown guy. Obviously he's getting older now. But mm-hmm. when he went and they were talking about like, hey, was I the reason that you left? And both uh him and KD kind of agreed, like, no, it was Steve Kerr and and Bob, Draymond's ripping on him. Dude, and he, it's like he, yeah. I was listening to this and I was like, this guy's gotta go back and play for
0: two exact people that he's talking about, the front office, you know, Bob Myers and then uh Steve
1: Kerr. And it's just like dude you're saying that while still on the team like that's the thing that blew my mind like I can get Kevin Durant saying it because although he still is in the NBA he's -hmm. not on that team anymore yeah you know so it's like okay you could say that Draymond you're gonna go work for him like in two days Mm -hmm. like you guys got practice coming up like what are you doing like that's so mind-blowing to me and then the last thing that I would take out of it is LeBron is in KD's head and it cracks me up because at the end, so uh, Draymond asked him, he's like, Oh, you got any kids? Like what, what are your plans on that? And Kevin Durant gives this really adult, heartfelt answer, you know, basically saying like, no, when I'm, I put too much time into my work. Yeah. That's not fair to a spouse and a child. Like, you know, when I'm ready to not put so much time into there and go to them, Mm -hmm. then I will. And it's like, a great answer yeah but so at the very end draymond said aren't you a little worried that if it's too far your kid isn't going to know who kevin durant is Mm -hmm. and he said no he's like i don't know how tall my kid's gonna be i don't know this and that he's like to be honest with you i don't want to force him to be a basketball player i want them to do what they want to do yeah like why would i put that kind of pressure on them Mm -hmm. and right away in my head i'm like oh it's uh (laughs) kind of different than uh the man down there at sierra canyon on the Mm -hmm. side of his uh kids games you know like so yeah those are my big three draymond wow i can't believe you called out your own coach like that especially Mm -hmm. because you're gonna go see him sometime this week kd i mean he seems like he's growing up but also at the same time it kind of kind of seems like he's just like i don't care whatever happens happens then lastly dude why does lebron have such an influence on everybody
0: see i think i'll give away i'll give my takeaways in a bit but i think you know Kevin Durant, unfortunately, like has to like he, he's playing in an era of pretty much the greatest basketball player of all time with LeBron James. Cause if Kevin Durant played like, you know, after LeBron, he'd probably be, you know, undisputed like best player. Cause seven foot oh, yeah. dude can score from anywhere. He's a beast. But it's just I think, you know, you're you need to have that mentality. Like this even we heard draymond say he's the best defensive player ever like you need to have that mentality that you're the best and when everyone around you saying you're the second best like he even said second they even brought that
1: up yeah he was tired of two the
0: second overall pick he just you know he lost to lebron when he was in okc and lebron was on the heat and the league ranked him number two he's like dude i'm tired of this and he even says like that's kind of the reason why he wanted to go to golden state he wanted to see like he wanted to be number one, and that team was obviously the best team basically we pretty much ever seen with the regular season. They were great in the finals. They were even better. You know what I mean? So it's just and then yeah, LeBron yeah. and then LeBron the there. So I just think he was probably just tired. You know, I mean, I don't blame him. I think if I were the number two guy and I felt like I was really number one, I'd be sick and tired of hearing about this guy who is quote unquote the best in the league, you know what I mean? So I can understand that. But I think my biggest takeaway too was also that, you know, Draymond and Kevin Durant were just basically dogging their the front office and the coaching and it's just like what was weird about it to me though is so basically Draymond goes into it and talks about like how Steve Kerr and Bob Myers wanted them wanted Draymond to apologize to kevin durant and they go in and talk about how they were you know kevin Durant was talking about how he's watching the last dance and they're talking about how scotty pippen didn't want to go into the game so after the game you know the team basically said like that's messed up man like yeah why'd you do that to us sound like they kind of wanted something like that to happen but what was weird to me is that they were blaming steve kerr and bob myers for like basically like getting involved and telling Draymond you need to retire. And they're basically saying that like they effed it all up. I'm not retired. I don't know why I said that wanted him to apologize and that they effed it all up. And it was like, but Draymond then goes on to say like, we need to handle this just between us two, which I felt like it was kind of weird and just bounced all over the place. So it's like the front office wanted you to apologize, but you didn't want them like kind of to get involved. But then you blame them because you, they were getting involved and like he didn't apologize. I don't know. It just didn't f- seem right to me. It just sounded
1: weird. I don't know what you it's thought. It's that tough it. kid. You, you, you know that problem child where it's like you tell them to do something and they're like super resistant. But mm-hmm. it's like if they were going to go clean their room and then the parent goes, hey, go clean your room. They were going to do it anyways. But yeah. now all of a sudden it's like, no, I don't think I want to. That's kind of how I saw it. Um, mm-hmm. And what's really weird about the whole situation for me is Steve Kerr, whether people think about it or not, he is connected to that Bulls team like very heavily. Oh, yeah. And it's like he, he knows how that locker room was mm-hmm. when that happened. Mm-hmm. So it's like, I, to me, I would think he knows what would work better if you know that whole team thing happening or if it's just two players taking it out. Yeah. So, Maybe in Kerr's view, like, he wishes it was just a Scotty and, and Phil discussion. Maybe he wishes it was just a Scotty and, you know, Ben, I don't know, pick somebody. But, like, I I don't know. I think it, they were going to talk to each other about it. I think it just irked them that two grown men were telling him how to deal with yeah.
0: it. Yeah, yeah, it was it was interesting. Another thing that I thought was, was kind of funny is that, you know, Draymond brought up Kevin Durant's burner account and how he got caught with it and everything but no, that I,
1: frustrated me
0: well yeah that's because that's something that they were talking about is like they just like to say it how it is and like you know you said basically like Kevin Durant always thinks he's in the right I honestly think it's just more of him just not really caring what other people think I think he's just at that point where it's like which I don't blame them because, you know, they have to deal with social media presence all day. They have to deal with the media, asking them questions, getting, like they said, it's hard to get where you get. And they're talking about like how, how like basketball people say like, oh, you have the best job in the world. You play basketball for your job. You get paid a lot of money to do it, but they're just talking about like how they get scrutinized every day or criticized all the time. And I think Kevin Durant now just kind of got to that acceptance level where he's like, he doesn't care,
1: you know what I mean? And He was weird. So he talked about his relationship with the media. He said he used to hold them on a pedestal because he thought they had this vast knowledge. And then he was like, and then I started, you know, being in the league, learning the history. And he's like, and I realized, no, they're, they're really not like that. And so he then downplays the media and then he says that he got caught on his burner. And then he said, so I just tweeted on my regular account yes. now and he goes but i think they hate me because of how i am with the media and how uh when i joined the warriors i still yeah. think they have that against me he's like but and he points at Draymond. he's like you you tweet how you want he's like cj yeah. McCollum tweets how he wants dame yeah. tweets how he wants yeah when's the last time damien did something like problematic i mean he
0: he doesn't really tweet things like damien literally hasn't tweeted like problematic stuff like he'll he'll tweet like people will ask him questions on Twitter and he'll answer someone the other day, I think tweeted, like saying like, Oh, I still, I'm still holding on hope that you're going to join the Lakers. And he said, like, basically, said like no watching. chance. Yeah. Yeah. Like no chance basically. like,
1: Yeah. But, but when, when was the last time that Damian Lillard, you know, was in someone's DMS saying all that derogatory stuff, Michael yeah, Rappaport. Yeah. That, remember that? Yeah. yeah. When was the last time Damian Lillard did that? When was the last time CJ McCollum did that? When was the last time Draymond Green did that? Like these guys, like for you to compare yourself to these guys on social media and be like, well, I tweet how, you know, what I think they do the same, but people just hate me. No, it's because they aren't out there attacking people. They're not out there doing all the stuff that you're doing. Yeah. Like they're tweeting what they think. They they may be thinking the same thing as you wishing they could attack, you know, some guys, but I don't see other stars doing that.
0: Yeah. Uh, I mean, it, it's tough because, you know, like these guys got to see like, that's why I applaud some of the players when they just can stay off social media completely because oh yeah they don't have to deal with like, oh, like, you know, Kevin Durant, you so like, why'd you join the word, like all that type of stuff. Like they gotta, if you're reading those those tweets, I'm sure it's gotta get into your head, like, like mentally, you know what I mean? So that's why sometimes I don't necessarily blame Kevin Durant for just kind of sounding off on some of these people on Twitter. And I feel like they were talking about social media and yes, some of these guys tweet what they want, but it's not always to the extent at what, you know, KD's done in terms of tweeting. Yeah.
1: yeah. Overall, though, I think it was a interview that if it happened a couple years later when they're both retired, I think we would have some more substance. I think it would have been better. Um, it was an okay interview. It was entertaining. Yeah. Yeah. It was entertaining. Yeah. It was interesting. It was cool seeing Katie and Draymond back together,
0: you know, I mean, talking and it seems like they made amends, which is, what you like to see and
1: so in honor of them i you know my brain never turns off, turns off sometimes that's for the worst uh yeah i was thinking what were other athletes that i'd love to see have interviews like this mm-hmm. and so i right away i thought Scottie pippen michael jordan and phil jackson especially okay. right after you know the Scottie pippen uh Mm-hmm. Well, like you just said, not putting him in. He had issues with the last dance. I don't know, yeah. uh, if you heard about that, he was upset with how it portrayed yeah, him. Like
0: how it was portrayed and how mm-hmm. they portrayed like Michael Jordan and everything. He just he felt like, yeah, he didn't like the the portrayal of it.
1: Yeah, and then recently he called Phil Jackson a racist. Yeah, he's been on one lately. So, yeah. He's been
0: saying a lot of stuff. I know he said stuff about Phil Jackson, and he's talking about like, you know, how LeBron is probably the goat, and it's just like,
1: wow. Like, yeah, He seems a little petty towards MJ uh, doesn't seem to like Phil. Like, mm-hmm. I, I don't know what's going on with Scotty, but I think that would be a hell of an interview. MJ, yeah, Scotty, Phil.
0: So if we're going to talk about, you know, recent players with interview with coach, I think there's no better one right now thinking about this, no better one than Tom Brady and Bill Belichick in the future. Don't you think? I mean, like, wow. Like we hear about like, you know, if, if Bill Belichick wanted Tom Brady in a Patriots Jersey, he would never have left for the Bucks. You know what I mean? That would have never happened. He would still be a Patriot and be a Patriot for life, but it didn't seem like it went out that way. And you just hear all these like rumors going around that they were no longer really on good basis together. And that's what ended up leading to the demise between the two. And then now it's just been like all right now, who was it? Was it Brady or Belichick? You know what I mean? Like who Who, is the reason that they got to all those Super Bowls? And it's just, I feel like that would be an interesting interview. You know what I mean? I'd love to see or hear the backstory of what led to Tom Brady leaving
1: the Patriots. I I think it'd be so fascinating if they did it kind of like a marriage. So you start from the beginning and it's like, Bill, you had Drew Bledsoe what made you pick Tom Brady, mm-hmm. you know? And so he'll go and do that. And then all of a sudden they talk like, Hey, so you guys went through, it seems like half of your championships or seasons had some sort of issue. So the tuck mm-hmm. rule, uh, spy gate, deflate gate, mm-hmm. uh, bill, why didn't you come out and really defend Tom, uh, during deflate gate, mm-hmm. uh, all this other stuff. Why did you go and draft Jimmy Garoppolo? Uh, did you want to get rid of Tom sooner than that? Like mm-hmm. so many things to where it's like that. And I don't know if you saw the shop, where it was actually draymond tom and a couple other people yeah tom brady is getting more and more open and the honesty when he talked about he didn't say any names but when he was talking about the team that didn't want him yeah and he was and like he just oh, like you're, you yeah, with
0: that guy like really okay and not
1: only that he was like when i'm interviewed by the media he's like 90 percent of the things i say i mean the opposite Mm -hmm. So he was like, when I'm out there and I'm saying, Oh, you know, Josh Norman, he's an all pro corner. Like he's great. He's like, I'm going at him every single time. He's like, that way it looks better when I'm throwing, you know, two tubs over. him." Uh And it's like, that's the kind of Brady we have now. If we Mm -hmm. have it, when they're both retired, you have the greatest quarterback of all time, greatest coach of all time, sitting down saying, what was the fall of your dynasty? The Mm -hmm. 20 years. That'd Great. be fascinating.
0: Yeah, I think it would be a really good interview. And I'd be interested to see what happened because, you know, we don't, obviously don't know everything that happened. The, the media speculates, and that's all we got. I mean, we got like, you know, sources, the people leaks and all that, but who knows what's real? Who knows what isn't it? I'd love to hear it from the actual source.
1: Dude, I thought I had the better football one. I was thinking Terrell Owens and um, Donovan McNabb.
0: That would be pretty interesting, too, actually. I'd like to hear oh, that, yeah.
1: one too. I thought that was going to be fire. And then you're out here saying Brady and Belichick. And how did I not think of the goats being, (laughs) you know, the goat interview? No, Uh Terrell Owens, Donovan McNabb, that would be gold. Because so I guess Terrell Owens went on another show and he was talking about their relationship. And he was like, yeah, I haven't talked to him in X amount of years. Yeah. Like they haven't talked. He doesn't think he's a Hall of Famer. There is so much hate and animosity there especially the kind of guy Terrell Owens is like, mm. I mean, he had an issue with uh, Tony Romo. He thought Romo and Witten, you know, would get together and talk about T.O. behind his yeah. back. Like yeah. T.O. was always in his own way that I think it would be so fascinating to sit him down with anyone that he had an issue with. Well, mm. I'm putting Donovan McNabb there. Cause I think that was the biggest one. Oh, that, that'd be, Gold right there.
0: Yeah, yeah. I think that'd be interesting as well, especially because you know, like they have a lot of hate. Well, Terrell Owens has a lot of hate for him. You know what I mean? So yeah. like, it would just like I just feel like some of these interviews would just be so great to see, just because it's just like, man, these are players we grew up love watching. Like we love watching them play. Obviously, we didn't get to see Phil Scottier them play, but like we hear the stories, we watch the the highlights, we watch YouTube videos, watch the Last Dance. You know, we see all this stuff, and it's just like. I'd love to see these interviews it'd be just let me grab the popcorn and let's get going on this. Like another one that I have going back to Kevin Durant. I'd love to see Kevin Durant and Russell Westbrook interview. Like that is just, that would seem like a class cause you know, like we got to see Kobe and Shaq do one and they actually won. They, they three pitted together. And they talked about like how, if they never left dominate the league forever, basically. And, Oh, yeah. I think it'd be interesting to see be more interesting to see Kevin Rand and Russell Westbrook just because that seemed like the nastiest divorce of all time cuz you hear stories basically where apparently Kevin Rand told Russell Westbrook that he was staying in OKC and then the next day you go and see nah I'm actually going to build a dynasty with Golden State and it's just like ooh like you they apparently don't really talk at all anymore and they even there was even an interview one time asking Kevin Durant, like, who are some of the best players he played with? Oh, forgot about Russ Yeah, and forgot about Russell Westbrook. And it's just like, wow, that's yeah. that's well, they've
1: had their fights <laughs> on the court. Remember, they're getting head to head on the court. Yeah. The biggest thing, though, I think if anyone's like, no, that wouldn't be a big interview. Mm-hmm. Go look up the Espies. Go look up when Peyton Manning made that joke about how dominant mm-hmm. our women's team is and that Kevin Durant's going to go and join them. Blind. Grant's pissed and then he goes Russell Westbrook what do you have to say about that Don they look Like they were both ready to leave I think that'd yes. be That
0: honestly That was That was that was pretty deep I I remember seeing that on Twitter and watching It on the SBs, and I was like Man like I'm getting like secondhand Embarrassment for KD and Russell It was it was pretty funny Not gonna lie but I can't imagine what they Were feeling when they were oof.
1: It, it was, it was like watching a middle school, like classroom and the teacher didn't get the memo that someone broke up. Yeah. Like the whole class was just like, oh, you brought that up. Like that oh, is not supposed around,
0: to. And then it's just the two people are just like,
1: yeah, yes. yeah, they're like, no, you you don't say that. Mrs. Smith, like, come uh-huh. on now. Oh, no. Baseball. I always think baseball's interesting, like interview wise, because. You have either the super traditional ballplayers where they're just like, no, I'm not going to say nothing. And then you have the more and more outspoken guys like your Bryce Harpers, your, uh, your Trevor Bowers, like those guys. Uh-huh. A-Rod comes to mind. Yeah. Jose Canseco comes to mind. I'm thinking Mark McGuire, Jose Canseco the bash brothers dude they were setting records together mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden jose was like hey uh by the way guys uh mark mcguire does steroids yeah
0: <laughs>
1: and you just go like, sit down oh yeah. yeah sit down have that conversation be like why'd you throw me under the bus you snitch yeah. like yeah i mean oh like
0: <laughs> i'd be pissed about mark mcguire <laughs> wouldn't you like i you wanted to hear the conversation that would go between them two is just
1: yeah and it's interesting because McGuire such a nice guy.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That he When he apologized pretty, he to the oh. like he apologized Dude. to the media and everything for, for being on steroids and just,
1: yeah, he was pretty open about it too. Oh yeah. So, but that's, what's interesting. It's like, he didn't seem to have too much animosity towards Jose Canseco. Jose Canseco seems like super upset that he didn't get recognition at all. Like he just seems like that kind of guy. I would be so fascinated to see if they sit down, if Mark just explodes. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. I mean, I don't think he would. I don't, I, it doesn't seem like he's the type of person who would. And just from past interviews of him talking about when he was on steroids and everything, I can't imagine that he'd blow up on it, but who knows? Do we need to have a sit down interview with Jalen Ramsey and Hunter Renfro? <laughs> if, uh,
1: they, if they do one more practice like this and he keeps getting cooked it's going to be one-sided rento's just going to sit there and go what are you mad at dude i'm better i'm the better player yeah that's you it can't lock me up oh man. oh man after uh our bet though i think we might need a sit down <laughs> there's and if you keep trash talking <laughs> jimmy g man i'm gonna yeah. i don't know how you defend james winston but not jimmy g
0: i love Jameis winston i'm not saying <laughs> I don't know. I Honestly, the only reason I love it is just because I want to see James Winston come back after that LASIK eye surgery. Dude could have a whole 30 for 30 because he threw 30 and 30.
1: Oh, God. <laughs> when, we're we're going to need to sit. You know what? No, you're going to need to sit down with Jimmy G. That's what I'm yeah. going to do. Uh, I'm, I'm going to see have... if I can get in contact with uh, oh, yeah, good Danny that. Han or Jimmy. I'm going to be like, yo, look, you just need to sit down. It's not even going to be an interview. It's just going to be an apology the entire time.
0: Uh, I won't even be saying anything. Be 2 star because
1: you know, even though I'm not necessarily the biggest DDD fan, I still respect the game. Good looking dude, good athlete, good quarterback. I mean, what's not to love? Good looking dude, good athlete, decent quarterback, decent, above average. Let's uh, <laughs> oh, oh man. man, yeah. Uh, thank you for listening to Our Factual Opinion. Uh, make sure you follow us on social media at Our Factual Opinion. Drop us a comment. Who do you think needs an interview? Is there someone we left out? A-Rod and Jeter, Bonds and Kemp. Yeah, Let us know who you think we're missing. Your co-hosts, Zachary Nikolai and Tyler McGee. We will see you next time. Episodes drop Wednesdays and Fridays, Spotify, YouTube, Apple Music, wherever you stream. We'll see you next
0: time. Sir.